Hi everyone, welcome back once again to another episode of the Knowledge Group Podcast, offering you a forward look at what you can expect to hear from our Knowledge Group webcast. And on this particular episode, we're going to be joined by our panelists on July 13th, kicking things off at 12 p.m. Eastern and lasting for an hour and a half. We'll be talking about EB-5, Immigrant Investor Program, navigating changes in recent developments. The panelists for this webcast consist of Osvaldo Torres, Ignacio Donoso, and Anthony Corda. Without further ado, we'll turn things over to our speakers. Hi, this is Ignacio Donoso, Managing Partner of Donoso & Partners in Washington, D.C. I'd like to invite you to join us at the upcoming webinar on the U.S. EB-5 program. That's the well-known residency by investment program to the United States. We'll be talking about tremendous opportunities and improvements to the program offered by the EB-5 Reform and Integrity Act of 2022 that was passed on March 15, just uh, two months ago. We'll be talking about improvements including concurrent filing of EB-5 visas with adjustment of status for persons already in the United States, as well as uh, faster processing for investments in rural areas. The program is at a infection point that offers investors more predictability and we'll explain how the road forward can allow investors to take advantage of these new opportunities. Greetings, my name is Oswaldo Torres, and I'm pleased to have been invited by the Knowledge Group to participate in the live webcast entitled EB-5 Immigrant Investor Program, Navigating Changes in Recent Developments. I am a 1987 graduate of the University of Pennsylvania Law School. For the past 35 years, I have helped clients navigate complex corporate and securities transactions. For the past 12 years, I have been immersed in the EB-5 industry. I regularly represent regional centers, developers, and issuers in connection with their offering documents, loan agreements, and redeployment matters relating to hotel, multifamily, senior living, franchising, and other projects. I am a founding member of the EB-5 SEC Roundtable, which is a select group of the top EB-5 securities attorneys. I also serve on the leadership, public policy, and editorial committees of IIUSA, the EB-5 industry's leading regional center trade organization. I have been designated a top 15 EB-5 securities attorney for the past six years by the EB-5 Investors Magazine and have achieved the AV preeminent rating by Martindale Hubble, which is the highest rating for attorneys. This past May, Congress passed the EB-5 Reform and Integrity Act of 2022. While the new bill is far from perfect or clear, it aims to improve certain provisions of the EB-5 program with a significant focus on improving integrity and reducing fraud and abuse. My presentation will focus on the new compliance regime, and I will drill down on the following topics, annual statements, certifications, bad actor disqualifications, third-party promoters, fund administration, redeployment, and sanctions for non-compliance. I will also address the need for a policy compliance manual, drafting regional center agreements in light of the new requirements, and the need to rely or solicit and have in your quiver third-party legal opinions. Hello, my name is Anthony Corder of the Corder Law Firm. We focus on business immigration and handle all aspects of the EB-5 visa program, representing investors, developers, regional centers, and litigants. 
On July 13th of this year, together with my colleagues Ignacio Donoso and Osvaldo Torres, I'll be discussing how to navigate recent developments and changes in the EB-5 Immigrant Investor Program. I'll be discussing the following issues. The need for regional centers to recertify prior to filing new I-526 petitions, and recent developments in the light of a decision by the U.S. District Court for the Northern District of California to issue a preliminary injunction stopping USCIS from deauthorizing all previously designated regional centers. I'll also be discussing I-829 processing and how this will continue for cases based on regional center I-526s that were approved prior to June the 30th, 2021, grandfathering provisions that protect investors in the event of a future lapse of the program, adjustment of status filing for eligible applicants, and the new investment amounts. Thanks everyone for listening to this episode of the Knowledge Group Podcast. Don't forget more information about this webcast can be found in our description box below, along with a link to take you to the full agenda for the program on July 13th. We hope you can join us at 12 p.m. Eastern or register to get a copy of the recording if your calendar is full. However you choose to listen, we hope to see you there. And until the next time, this has been another episode of the Nodge Group Podcast. Take care and bye for now.